2: Guys, you know we're now sponsored by Ball across the entire DNVR network. You know Ball, they sponsor the arena that the Nuggets play in. They're also an aerospace technology company. They're also the world's largest aluminum cannon packaging manufacturer. has been leading global sustainability efforts for decades they're a really cool company that's been doing a lot of good in the world they are also adding line capacity to their 400 person plant right here in town in golden the demand for sustainable aluminum beverage cans is greater than ever chances are if you've consumed a beverage in a can it's been from ball you know them as that company that makes the 8, 12, and 16-ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids. They also make cans in over 30 different sizes at facilities across the world, including their facility right here in Golden. So if you want to work for Ball, check them out at jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. You can also text Golden to 77222 for more information about working at Ball. They're a company that covers a lot of ground. They're an aerospace technology company. They're the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. They also sponsor the arena that your Denver Nuggets play in. So check them out, jobs.ball.com, and search for Golden if you want more information.
3: Oh, lucky Eric. He escapes the casual Friday music. He gets a little funk little going. I'm
4: feeling great. Holy smokes. It's not <laughs> casual Friday. It's the greatest Friday of all time. I'm glad
3: that you're feeling it. I'm glad that you're feeling it. What's yeah. up, everybody? Welcome into a very casual Friday edition of the DNBA show, the DNBR Nugget Podcast. Presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook up there in the top left corner. You can see it. Use promo code DNBR when you sign up. Make all kinds of bets. Football season is here. You know you're going to win some money. Or have fun losing money. One of the two. It's only your two options. <laughs> it's a great time. Um, look at the squad I got, guys. We have a four-man set for the first time in like three weeks. Uh, seated here, it's my left. The man with the wind behind his hat, it's Harrison Wynn.
2: Yeah, sorry if I was quiet on the intro, just trying to absorb uh, Lori Markin into Cleveland. That's a, Trying to ab- absorb Cleveland that man. in, take that in.
3: I was looking at Cleveland's roster last night. They have Kevin Love, who has 13 years in the league, not really on the team, but on the team. And then everybody else is so young. Everybody else on that roster is like 22 or younger. It's wild. And a big. They're all bigs. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I did not notice it. Um, Hawaiian (laughs) shirt time, backwards hat, coffee cup. We got Brendan Boats. Yeah, made it just in time for the
1: show. Some real D line dev timing for me today.
3: Well, we started three minutes late, so I'm not sure. Oh, sorry. Well, there's a reason for that. Um, uh, Also, down below me, I got the man you guys know as D line coats, D line.
4: Dude, what a bunch of garbage! I catch strays because Brendan can't get out of bed. My timing—that's your timing, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ten o'clock crack at ten a.m.
3: is of the top- <laughs> one here. Uh, we do have some fun, guys. It's Casual Friday. Later on in today's show, somebody is going to attempt to climb the steps. We haven't done the steps for a couple weeks, but guess what? Mm. They're back. Someone is going to attempt. We have a person already, vote lined up. We do lined okay. up, okay. ready to go. Who is it?
1: Discord legend got Zach will be joining us. <laughs>
3: Discord legend guys that can't wait. Uh, so we're going to have somebody t- uh, attempt to climb the steps. We're going to do some fun stuff where we power rank our favorite nuggets, mm-hmm. least favorite teams, so on and so forth. We're going to talk about the perfect NBA studio show. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Um, and we're going to talk about what we're talking ourselves into. I am I was sitting last night after talking to Kenneth Reed and doing that show. I was sitting here thinking about all the different things I was pessimistic about um, like two months ago. And now I'm now wildly optimistic about. It. I don't know what to, to make of that. So we're going to talk about that later oh, on. But first, cool, guys, my we, man. we have to get to the big the big news of the day, the big today's top story. Um, let me see if I could
2: successfully the GNVR summer story. line. Oh, sorry. No, that's hey, that's sad. not a. Hey,
3: <laughs> what we have the real big story is Faku uh-huh. has a new tattoo. Do you guys see this? I do see that. I'm told de- this
1: is Dragon Ball Z. It is. It's like a whole ass scene, though. I mean, the detail on this—this this is like an entire frame from the show. It's you, ridiculous. Can, can you? I, uh,
4: yeah. Can you? Can you break this down for us? Can you interpret what we're uh, looking at?
1: That's Frieza, who's like one of the first ultimate villains um, on the left. That's about all I got, but it's just pretty uh faku i did not realize what a little nerdy gamer he was <laughs>
2: yeah
3: <laughs> um so i got to say the tattoo looks great like the quality of it very Duh. good tattoo um it's interesting that he went with the thigh right away um but i i will say dragon ball z i, I i'm with you vote i'm i'm surprised by the decision what do well, we rate this the-
1: He's got the PlayStation tattoo, right, on his tricep. Oh, that is right. Controller. So I do think that this is Fakuza, probably an anime gaming kind of guy.
3: Uh, I can see it. Uh, what do you think, Eric? What is your take on this?
4: As I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, based on the fact that he decided to get a scene from Dragon Ball Z uh, indelibly placed on his body, that he's an anime guy. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna confirm your guess. suspicions, though. He likes anime. <laughs> yeah, seems like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Is the anime or cartoon? You son of a bitch, Adam. We can't delve into these waters. We're gonna get canceled. We're gonna get the Fakuhai is gonna come after us with your with your old interpretations. We don't need this. I'm just wondering, like, is the Simpsons anime? No, it, it, anime is Japanese. You what, know what? We what? Gotta move. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> is the Simpsons anime? Didn't you like work in movies and Hollywood and all this
2: shit? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is Simpson's enemy of the thing? Come <laughs> my lord.
1: By the way, guys, oh looks, looks like Denver's involved in this four-team deal. Oh, deal. right Are you
3: serious? All I know
1: yes. is that the Bulls are getting a Denver-protected 2023 second-rounder, but that could be coming from someone else. I think it is.
3: So,
4: well, oh, all that. So, yesterday when we were asking if there were any finished players, I think players, that might have been in the JBL McGee. Yes, that's right, When
1: That's the Cavs playing. pick to give away.
4: What was that, Eric? When we were talking about whether or not there were any finished players in the league, somebody said that Laurie Markkinen was a finished player. Yeah, like, Can we oh, get that, unfinished business? That's right. So now we can officially
3: do it. By the way, <laughs> if you missed yesterday's show, that was the topic of conversation that we do. I really do think we have a, a, the phrase for the 2021-22 season. It is unfinished business.
1: Do. Yeah, for sure. For it's sure.
3: It's official. Um, it works. I don't know if I'm in down with the Busy Bones crossover of this, but whatever, I don't well, care. Not everything's up to you, Adam. Not everything is
2: up to you. If <laughs> so if straight. Bones Highland was in the place of Jamal Murray, it could be unfinished business.
3: If we make it business with disease, does that make Bones more likely to be a part of the season, do you feel? No. Hmm.
2: <laughs> the important questions we could just kind uh, to talk it into existence
4: and see what happens yeah let me just break let me just break down your question do we have influence over the nuggets roster um i'm gonna say <laughs> yes yes we do yeah let's go i say yeah
3: <laughs> uh i think we could look media members can we don't try to i mean we don't try to wield that but let's not pretend that like the power players around the league don't like influence teams. And I, like I did text him Why and pretend? say
1: draft Michael Porter jr. But that's, did you know that I don't it? know, <laughs> you I don't that? know if, he, if that was my advice per se.
3: Wow. Yeah. Who's, who's to say, Um. but going back to the dragon ball Z thing, just for one brief second, there are two things in life you can't criticize people for. I'm serious. There's two things. Tattoos is one of them. Like people get that a too? tattoo. That's their art, man. That's their, they get, they did their nope. thing.
4: And you then absolutely, absolutely criticize bad tattoos. But Well, yeah, you can
3: anyway. criticize people you don't know. Like we don't know if we can criticize mm-hmm. He's a public figure. But I'm saying if your buddy gets a tattoo, it's like, hey, man, I, I don't get Dragon Ball Z, but that's your thing. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're the it's wrong true. version of yourself. It's so uh, true. Nope, I had a can, buddy who got absolutely criticize word. people. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he got the word believe tattooed on his bicep in like Forever 21 font. And we just kept calling him like Tim Tebow for like a year. And yeah, that's the right move. You're right. It got it really hurt his feelings. We should have we should have zipped. Dude, that's, well
3: that's like you, you that want that too, permanent, and yeah. it's yeah. part of you. It's like yeah. it's like who you are. You uh, the other thing is baby names. Like when your friends, I, I don't know. I know you guys are probably don't have too many friends just yet that that have had the kids, but once they start having them and they come up with the dumbest yeah. names. And you just have to be like, it's cool, man. That's uh, that's interesting. No, oh, well, that's Khaleesi. nice. Wow, huh? Yeah, crazy. Wow, that show really. You like the last part
2: of it, huh? Okay.
4: Well, hold on, Adam. When you get your tattoo of a Stellar's yeah. Jay or a scrub, can't you know, wait. Whatever, whatever. J way better. Tattoo, whatever dumb bird tattoo you end up getting, I if it's not done well or put in the right place, I will absolutely let you know about it. Just FYI.
3: Right no. Out. This is why you're such a great friend. Um, I want to move on though, guys. Yesterday or last night, I should say, I did uh, really the second installment, but sort of the first official installment of the Keeping It 1000 Denver Nuggets Legend Series. And if you missed it, I highly recommend when this show's over, go back and check it out. It, it was it featured Kenneth Fareed. So it was me, George Carl, and Kenneth Fareed looking back on really the 2011 to 2013 Nuggets. We briefly kind of hit on, it's funny, he was here for significantly longer than that, but those were the glory days. And we did talk a little bit about the Brian Shaw era, about him playing with Jokic, about Paul Millsap coming in and his comments about I'm I'm a starter and all that. So there's some really interesting recent Nuggets things in there. But I really want that series to be a thing where we talk about where in one year's time, I hope to tell the entire history of the Denver Nuggets organization through interviews with players who played it. And so, if, if you're interested in that kind of thing, I highly recommend it. But I just wanted to ask, like, I know Eric, you were watching. I know uh, Wind, you were tweeting it out, and Vote. I think you were you were in the chat as well. Did you guys was what what things kind of stood out? Because I thought there was su- Fareed was surprisingly reflective and almost like jovial about like I thought Fareed might be there and just talk shit about the Nuggets organization of this and that. Yeah, he really yeah. looked at it fondly on that time, uh, and I thought that that's the thing that stood out to me. Yeah, I thought the, the mutual admiration between
1: George Carl and Kenneth Freed, how healthy their relationship was and how fondly they both appeared to look back at that era. I think in 2021, especially outside of Denver and the keeping it 1000 podcast, sometimes you hear George Carl and you think the fallout and the players, he doesn't have a great relationship with. So really interesting to see the other side of the coin and in fact, at one point, Kenneth Freed, articulated George Carl's approach as what George is trying to do with us, right. And how there was a disconnect between the powers that be what George was trying to get done and the way the players were responding to it. And it was really interesting to hear like Kenneth was, Kenneth was buying in to what George Carl was selling. And it was just, it was cool to see the other side of that coin.
4: Yeah. Like I was uh, taken aback by how, he looked at the situation the same way I looked at the situation Mm -hmm. during that time. Like he was just as confused as I was that they were blowing the team up. And there was like all of these, um, just, he also came off just like so genuine and like, I just, uh, I don't know. I just like refell in love with Kenneth Freed. I forgot how much I just, how much he just, uh, really made me a fan and like the joy he brought to the game and the the way he talked about his approach. And, um, you know, there was nothing, he wasn't like selling a narrative or anything. He was just talking like very honestly about his time uh, in the league and just his perspective on all things. And so I, and then when he talked about, you know, the, the, when it all started to fall apart and everything, like it was sad, man. I was like really yeah. bummed out by it. I was just taken back to that time. Like things were about how they feel right now uh, for the Nuggets. When, right. After yeah. that 57 game win season, like we, the, the season itself was, was transcendent. It was like incredible. They won every time I went to the Pepsi Center, every single time I went, they won. Right. and They yeah. they would blow teams out and it was amazing. And it just felt like, Oh, this is why basketball is awesome. Like, it really, that is what, like, really, really stoked my my now undying fire for basketball was that season. And it ended dis- in disappointing fashion, the same way that this did. And it would be like this next year if they were like, fired Malone, fired Tim Conley. Like, right. Brought- oh, yeah brought in brian shaw and like everyone was like what is happening and it's michael porter totally defected to the
3: it. Suns, and you're totally. like oh, what the hell is going on here
4: yes crazy so it, it's 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 like really it's it's healthy to like look back and like remember how it is that we got here and like why i feel the ways that i do about the denver nuggets and to hear kenneth reed say it and, and, and articulate it in a way that was on the same level that i was at it was just it was cool like very very special stuff
2: Yeah, my biggest takeaway was just that, Eric. He was so happy to talk about those times. He was so genuine. And like you said, Adam, I didn't know how he was going to come off because he had some great times here and he had some really bad times. It was kind of an ugly exit. It really was uh, at the end there. But he was genuinely really pumped to revisit the glory days of his career. And um, that was really cool because you never know how players are going to come off in those types of things. So, and especially Farid. So I I thought that was really cool. My other takeaway was that the detail and how he remembered some stuff, Right, we always think about how LeBron remembers, you know, he, LeBron goes into like a post-game presser and recaps the final, like five possessions of a game sequence by sequence, how Farid was uh, going back and doing play-by-play from games in 2000, uh, you know, 11 and 12 and 13. It was crazy. It was crazy how he remembered those games. So I, I thought it was a great interview. How, how, how just genuine he was and open to talking about those days. One thing I didn't quite remember. I mean, I wasn't really here. I
1: didn't have the context for right. it was how close Farid was to truly getting over. I mean, he was a fan favorite in Denver, but Carl was about to hand him the keys and they just had a lot of success. And there's a real I it's in listening to him reflect on it, it sounded like from his perspective, a real sliding doors moment where his career sort of it went in a different it direction. It really did go in a different direction from there. And I guess I didn't realize how close was how close Farid was to kind of having it all, being the face of a competitive franchise, not like a, a, a top tier star, but one of the guys yeah. on, on a competent team in a city that he wanted to be in. You know, it was just, it was this close to all kind of coming together for him. And you can tell how much that period of his life means to him even
4: now. Yeah. Kenneth Farid won the right. He was the MVP of the rising stars challenge. Like he was on team USA, like Kenneth Farid had, was starting to really develop, like you're saying, a really legitimate career uh, outside of just being the hustle guy on a team that nobody liked to think about. Like, right, right. He was really destined. I mean, and, and the, the really sad part about the way it's, I mean, sort of ended or the way that it, it turned is that uh, Farid was starting to really develop like a mid, mid range shot. Like he was starting, his offense was evolving <laughs> I, more so than more, if you go back and look, dude, I mean, really like he, cause he had nothing and he was starting. I'm just saying like, he was developing offensively. He was diversifying more so than he, when he first came into league. So it's it's sad that it like didn't really go where it could have with him. Yeah. He's
3: to me, Farid is a, a kind of a quintessential, uh, George Carl player and that he's really good at like two or three things. And in George Carl is like, a George Carl was a, in Denver was a very sort of hands-off coach. Like he had the principles in place, but he wanted guys to play free. He wanted to get principles, but it was like, Hey, run, be quick, you know, fast up the court. You have your spots, play free. And of course that's where Farid thrives. And just like, right. I'm just going right. to crash the boards. I'm going to be in the dunker spot, pick and roll and then crash the, uh, the boards. And so he just really excelled at that. And I think when Brian Shaw came in, you know, one, it was a disaster on all fronts. I mean, it just did not work out the the roster from the roster health and the roster, like how it fit together. All of that was a disaster. And then I, I think he's definitively not a Michael Malone guy. So you go from George Carl to Michael Malone, very, very different types of coaches. And he was a bit of a casualty of us. And this is why I wish we had more time to go into this with him, but for Reed, so he plays great for two seasons. 2013 13 14 seasons kind of a mess whatever. But then he gets the big contract and this is why it's interesting when you think about even with relations we talked about this the other day about Michael Porter and how big contracts change things. Kenneth Fareed was paid like a centerpiece of the Nuggets in 2014-15, but he wasn't really the centerpiece. And that's mm-hmm. and that's where it got weird. It's like, hey, I'm sure he doesn't regret getting the biggest contract he possibly could have got. But in many ways, it did sort of end his career because it's like, okay, well, now we can't trade you. So now you're just going to have to be on the Nuggets while we rebuild and change coaches and do all this different stuff. And he was just sort of lingering there. And that's why we last night. I mean, he made it pretty clear when they brought in Paul Millsap, his agent had brought it to the Nuggets like, hey, it's time to move on. He was still in Denver for two more seasons. And it was just there's nothing Denver could do at that point because of the contract. And in some ways, it may have prematurely ended his career.
2: Yeah, but but yeah. he was still he he was still a nice piece for the Nuggets to have in kind of that transitional period. of oh, um, yeah, for when sure. When they were for transitioning that. into the Jokic era, because Freed was legit good man. Uh, he he rebounded the heck out of the ball, out of the ball. He ran the floor. He was athletic. He was a a rim running threat. Good roller in the pick and roll. He was a pretty stable piece. Like he had his flaws for sure, but he gave the Nuggets some stability. I think in the front court. Uh, in those early Jokic years. And then he was a good fit with Jokic. I mean, not defensively. Offensively,
4: he was
3: almost as good a fit as anybody that's come through. Maybe as good. I mean, Gallo when he was a stretch for, or Michael Porter when he's a stretch for. But as far as like true power forwards, offensively, dominant with
2: Jokic. Yeah, he gave some stability to that group. And he was really fun to watch too. He he was really fun to watch kind of until Millsap came in and you could see the writing on the wall.
4: God, I I love that story about uh, how (laughs) – he would like hook players into admitting that they were tired, and then be like, "Oh, we got one!" <laughs> oh, and
3: then we'd just sprint past. Like, so I got crazy. one. I love that. I got one. Got like 50. one.
4: It's, it's amazing because <laughs> he just doesn't get tired. It's like incredible.
3: He definitely does not get tired, man. Um, it was a I great interview. Him. I really,
1: I liked when he was describing the man, like the realization that manimal applies to him, like in real time. He's like, "Wait a second, I've got long hair." Like yeah. a lion. Could work. <laughs> it's like, hell yeah.
2: I am the <laughs> Yeah, I am
3: the manimal. Uh, it was a good interview. So if you missed it uh, after this show's over, I highly recommend it. You can also catch it on the Keeping It 1000 podcast feed, which I really hope everybody, if you're watching this, do me a huge favor and hit subscribe. Get on your phone. Open up that podcast app. Hit subscribe. And even if you have time, leave a, a rating or review. I want to boost that um, podcast feed up as we yeah. continue to do this great this great series. So you want to check it out. All right, let's, uh, let's hit a break. On the other side, yeah, we I, do have some more.
4: What's that, Eric? I was just going to say, like, don't wait till this is out. Like, do, watch that instead of this. This is going <laughs> Shut up, Eric. let <laughs> <laughs> okay, him off the show. Let's kick him off
3: the show. Uh, all right, take it away, Wynn. On the other side, though, we are going to uh, talk
2: about the Immaculate Game and what things we're talking ourselves into for the Nuggets this season. Right now at Sauce Meds, here's some of the deals they got going on throughout the month of August. So only a couple more days to get in on these. You can get Dixie Elixirs two for thirty bucks. You can get Spectra twenty percent off. You can get Ripple twenty five percent off. Silver Shell Flower fifteen percent off. Connoisseur Shelf concentrates fifteen percent off. And if you head into any of Solace Med's locations, they've got one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off of Broadway, one just blocks from the DNVR bar in East Colfax, you're gonna get a free Solace bar or King Cone as well. So stop in today at any of those locations. They've only got those deals going on throughout the month of August. Of course, always when you drop the DNV, when you drop the code DNVR20, you're gonna get 20% off your purchase. That's valid at all locations as well. Also at Green Mountain Dental, stop in, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, get a free Sonicare toothbrush, top-of-the-line electric toothbrush that most dentists recommend. I know mine certainly does. Uh, Green Mountain Dental Group, a lot of us here at DNVR, we go there to get teeth cleaned, cavities filled, their wisdom teeth pulled, everything. Uh, So they're located 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Check them out. Green Mountain Dental Group, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, get a free Sonicare toothbrush today.
3: All right. So here, next segment here, I'm going to have to take Kale out myself. Um, so the, yesterday there was, we were made aware of the perfect game. You want to walk us through this Harrison? You're the one that brought this to our attention.
2: The immaculate inning, the immaculate, the immaculate, inning. Inning.
3: The immaculate inning. So uh,
2: Chris Sale apparently had one of these last night with the Red Sox and it's three strikeouts in an inning on the minimum number of pitches. Yeah, nine so pitches. I think it's just on uh, nine pitches. Yeah. Yep. So nine pitches in an inning, three strikeouts, just as perfect of an inning as you can get. And apparently it's called the Immaculate Inning, which is an amazing name. It,
3: it is amazing. So it got us thinking in the chat, what is an Immaculate Game? And I think there's, a perf- there's an obvious one. It is a perfect triple double, which has only been done like three or four times. And of course, our beloved Jokic has one such game. Yeah. The only thing wrong with that one is he did miss a free throw. Remember. I think was- about that once a week. I'm not kidding. I missed free seen throw to
1: the best stat line ever. The best still immaculate.
3: In my book, it's still immaculate. Um so it's kind of nice the Nuggets have one. Is there another interpretation, Eric, that you think of an immaculate game? I
4: said I put it into the chat. Nobody responded. It, I'm used to this at this point, but it said uh, I, I said uh, scoring 50 points with no free throws. Jamal Murray,
2: right? That's
3: a
4: pretty no immaculate game
2: too. That, yeah. Let's just look for things that only Nuggets play. <laughs> <I know. laughs> let's just look at all those possibilities.
3: Assist to
1: turnover, right? Like I feel like if you're 10 plus assists, zero turnovers, you're you're getting Ooh. close to that kind of
3: territory. An immaculate assist game. I like that. I like an immaculate scoring game. An immaculate also known football. as the full Monte. The, the
1: immaculate.
2: Assist
3: Monte, game. Oh, I love it. The full Monte. <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel like there should be a component to an immaculate game where you have zero turnovers. I actually think that should be a baseline. Like that but should be I, the starting point. But
3: here's the thing. Like scoring, to me, it's like 30 points or more with no misses. Like that's an immaculate scoring game. I do think 10 assists with no turnovers. That's an immaculate assist game. Then the triple double with no misses is just like super immaculate. I mean, I can't, the, the vibes on that one are off the chart. Um, I the, another one that's interesting to me, and this is only brought to my attention because both Jokic and Murray have done this the scoring, what was it, 40 point or no, 20 field goals, 20 field goals in a game, which doesn't sound that crazy, but it actually is super rare because most guys mm-hmm. that score a ton of points. They actually only make 16, 17, 18 field goals and then they have 20 free throws. Nuggets never going to get that. But they, Murray and Jokic, have gotten the 20 field goal game. I just love that one too.
4: It's beautiful. It's
3: beautiful. All right. How many more? we, we this. got to the bottom of it. <laughs> we got to the bottom. <laughs> I don't know if there's any other immaculate I think game we
2: have. Like 50 points. I mean, it's tough, man. Like, a strikeout is just so perfect. A strikeout on three pitches, it's just so clean and and perfect. And it's like the immaculate, most immaculate thing. Um,
3: Do you think – I think five for five from the three-point line or better. That could be an immaculate three-point shooting night. Maybe maybe you need more. Do you need like seven? I think we should
2: just start calling out when players have immaculate quarters next season. You just go perfect from the field, no turnovers. You just start racking up immaculate quarters quarters we should keep a count of those next season Jokic Yo- is just gonna
1: Jokic is just gonna be top three in immaculate quarters for sure he has turnovers though oh that's true that's true that's true
3: man against that jazz game five that we just kind of went back and talked about immaculate quarter, quarter. <sighs> in the first quarter eight for eight so um it is doable now this is the meat of the conversation today guys the um i was sitting last night as i mentioned thinking about this where like you know, Murray's out, nuggets get swept, ah, this or that. I'm I'm in the moment, just kind of feeling down. You get removed from it. Maybe it's just sheer boredom. Actually it's 99% what it is. (laughs) I start looking at everything and I'm like, man, you know, Yoke might actually have a pretty awesome season and, you know, Porter might be an all-star and Bones. And like just start going into like every positive thing. So I'm starting to talk myself in. Like I'm at the point of the offseason where I'm starting welcome. to talk myself yeah, in. Welcome. Uh, Eric, yes. you are our uh, beacon of optimism here. So tell us what things – is there a single thing that you feel you've really talked yourself into in the offseason?
4: Uh, the thing that I've talked myself into, I talked it myself into during the Sun Series, which is uh, the Nuggets are a really good team. They were beset by – factors outside of their control by losing Jamal Murray, but they had an amazing run down the stretch, even without him. And they have within their ranks, they have the exact right combination of players to be dominant in every single way, if everything is working the right way. So I've absolutely talked myself into the fact that the Nuggets are going to be legit contending during the season. And then when Jamal comes back, it's like game over. So what I've talked myself into is that the Nuggets are going to win the championship and lose no games. (laughs) The immaculate season is upon us. The immaculate
3: season. Wow, (laughs) didn't see that one coming. I'll be honest, this was actually like cold for a five take. Apparently, I was going to say cold (laughs) because this is like you know, Kale. If if you were like Eric, I'm just worried I'm not a good designer, and he's like Kale, you are such a great guy. You'd be like, wait a second. I was right. looking for a narrow optimism, yeah. and you gave me a broad one in a way that almost feels like you're not
4: zeroing in on anything. Like, so, Kale, you try so hard,
3: yeah, and Just you not. really give a lot of <laughs> effort. Uh, Harrison, what have you talked yourself into this offseason?
2: I've talked myself into that I'm going to take them to get a top four seed. I, I think they're going to be top four in the West, and. I don't have as much optimism as Eric. I mean, it's my job on the show to, to take his takes and just, you know, temper them down a little bit. But look, Nicole Jokic, I think Nicole Jokic is the best part in the league. I know we, we've been having this, this we have this conversation every summer. Who's the best player? Oh, it's Kevin Durant. Oh, it's Giannis. Well, would we think it's Giannis if Kevin Durant's foot was a half inch shorter? No. Um, so like, I think Nicole Jokic is the best part in the league. He was the MVP last season. I don't see why he can't go out and have a really similar season to what he did last year. I really don't. We we do this every off season leading into the year. We're like, well, like maybe Jokic will take a little, you know, little step back. He won't. Maybe he won't look to score as much. Look, he's going to have another incredible season. So you're spoiler is Jokic. alert. Yeah, Jokic is going to be, uh, you know, probably close to as good as he was last season. I think. I think he, he's going to score a ton. I think he's going to set a new career high in points. Um, Jokic is going to be incredible, and I think Denver's going to be fine. I think Denver's going to be a top-four seed now. Without Jamal Murray, we know this. They don't have the playoff ceiling that they do with him. But throughout the regular season, Denver is going to be fine. Vote? Yeah, I, I've talked
1: myself into Michael Immaculate Quarter Porter Jr. I just think it's he's going to look, great i mean he looked great last year. he does look great yeah he already has he already does i think he's gonna look even better i do um i don't know what hopefully one or two more wrinkles to his game beyond what we've seen but i just you know we we did about three episodes on him winning most improved player of the year but i'm gonna bet on him i think he's got a great chance and i think he's gonna have a fantastic season agree with everything win said and i just want to piggyback off eric one more time like That result last year, disappointing, but you put it into context of these two seasons that belong together, especially when you're one of four teams like Denver is which made it all the way to the conference finals in the bubble, the grueling bubble only to go through the shortest offseason in the history of professional sports to lose their second best player. And they still made it to the second round. Now everyone's going to tell you all oh, they got swept there, but they're going to ignore the context where three, the other three teams that made the conference finals in the bubble, they all lost in the first round. That's true. So That's a great point. These last, Like the, the, combined results of the last two seasons are encouraging it's more evidence in the folder of yo this team's really good
4: they're oh, totally you, good you crushed they're that totally dude
1: good.
3: that was yeah, that was an incredible drop that mic man throw Let's it go. down that was an incredible eric's broad like you know oh i still feel good come on eric what was this i said if- we're gonna win the championship and lose no games <laughs> that's very broad, very broad. <laughs> uh, it's my- an immaculate season an immaculate season he <laughs> predicted <laughs> Mine is um, – you know, mine was Will, is Will Barton. Actually, I have a lot. I'm going to just keep throwing these out. But, you know, part of this was talking to Will Barton and just reflecting on that he – you know, talking about getting a full offseason, thing about him and, and when he – how he was just so good when he was fully healthy. And I think that we're going to get a very healthy version of Barton and a healthy version that knows he can't carry the team in the regular season. Like he'll have games, but he's going to take nights off and he's going to do this or that. And I just think – it's funny because it's so simple and it's it, it's when we see the five-man group of Gordon, MPJ, Jokic, Barton, and Murray, that, that group just really does check every box, you know, like offensively and, and most boxes defensively. And so that's my take is Barton, I just think the last two years have been such an up and down one because of health reasons. He gets six months off now, you know, he gets a ton of time off, really more than six months because he came back for three games. I mean, that doesn't really count. He had all that time off, and I just think we're going to get a super hyper-healthy and hungry Will Barton next year.
1: I'm ready to run through a wall, fella. I did not know we were (laughs) doing a hype cast today, but I'm ready to go. Dude, I want to
4: live a hyper-healthy life now, too.
2: I agree with your take on Barton. Hold on. I agree with your take on Barton, Adam, but I really hope the Nuggets take the long view of of this season because these last two years, man, Will Barton, I really think a big reason why he's gotten hurt is because – He doesn't miss games and and he plays a ton. You know, he he plays throughout the first three, four months of the year, every game, 30 plus minutes a game when guys are taking nights off, when guys are banged up, he powers through that. So I I hope Denver takes the long view with him and says, all right, he's healthy now. We got to, you know, not like manage his his minutes per se, but give him a couple nights off every now and then when he needs one. I, I just hope Denver does that. I got another one for you guys. Most
3: players make their biggest leaps. Not everyone, but most players make their biggest leaps between seasons two and three. And this is for Michael Porter season going into season three. And, you know, he had a bad play. I feel like his playoffs being underwhelming is the only reason we are not like fully yeah. hyping up Michael <laughs> Porter just because of that. But guess what? The regular season, he's great. And I don't know what the playoffs, let's just throw that out. I don't know what that's going to be. But I feel pretty confident that come like, november december michael porter is going to be putting up ridiculous games that are just so fun to watch. like he i would not be surprised in fact i kind of bet on this year to be a big regular season leap year for him i just i don't know about the playoffs because he really does have to just buy in on defensively and some of his weaknesses but i think regular season michael porter is going to be special this year like really special
4: i i couldn't agree more and the thing about the playoffs is that that's why people always talk about the value of playoff experience like players get better like there's something about like like, i mean the the, what the playoffs bring that the regular season doesn't have is that psychological warfare that uh, you're put under and also teams starting to scheme for you more intensely and you having to uh do different things and not being able to rely on the same tricks over and over and so it it like rattles people like that's like a really common thing people come in they don't do well the first playoffs, second playoffs and then they just kind of figure it out they like are more comfortable in their own skin and they're not as rattled so yeah, i'm i dude I'm, I'm i'm very bullish on on our beloved mpj that's my that's my t- forget that immaculate yeah. season that's ridiculous i oh, i think go. mpj is gonna be good <laughs> here's another one for you guys
3: aaron gordon we just never talk about him like aaron gordon's like the paul Millsap of this team where we're just always kind of and then there's him and he'll do his thing but i don't know like seeing aaron gordon and some of these open runs and stuff and i'm just like hey man there's i I'm more optimistic now that Aaron Gordon has a much louder impact on the Nuggets team this year. Not, I think he had a great impact on them when they were fully healthy last year, but I think this year it'll be louder where you're like, oh my God, look at him doing things.
1: One thing I have talked myself into is that he was laboring more than talked about last yeah. year. I do think he's going to look a lot more spry, uh, healthy, and yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that.
3: Another one for me, P.J. Dozier, I'm just – I think he was a really good player and in line – I, he was in line for a great playoff run when Barton went down and, and Murray went down. Like he was – I really think he was going to have a breakout one. It didn't happen, and that's another one that I just feel like, hey, P.J. Dozier might win you some games this year. I saw somebody left a comment. I don't remember where it was, but somebody said you got to start thinking about him as just a straight-up small forward. He's got – he's six seven. And he's like a small 6'7". Look, we're in locker rooms. We're around small forward. P.J. Dozier's still undersized. I mean, he's like Will barton size, um, So he's not quite a, a small forward. But you know what? He is going to be straight-up small forward. I think he's going to play a ton of minutes there this year. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was a real asset, um, you know, a real, like, wins games for you this year. And people are really talking about P.J. Dozier halfway through this season. So – um, I'm feeling optimistic, guys. I don't know it's Casual Friday. I don't know what it is, but I just have there's some optimism. Maybe it's the fact that it's no, it's not. It's getting darker every day. It's getting oh, a little no. bit older.
4: Don't don't try and make this a celestial connection. You know what it is? It's that uh, hope springs eternal, and we're into the we've closed the door on seasons past, and we're opening the new. We're now officially in. What are we in off are this dead? What do we call this? Is this off season? This no is not season. preseason. It's no <laughs> season. It's not even this the is... off
2: season though.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. The
4: dead we're season. in we're in Hope Springs Eternal season. Let's freaking
3: go. <laughs> I see this in the chat here and it was one thing none of us have said but it you know, the Faku did get his feet wet last year. He was a bench guy. He played more than he expected but I'm not necessarily counting on it. But boy, what a fun like thing it would be for Faku to truly break out and be comfortable this year where it's like, oh, yeah, this guy just kicks ass and it's on the table. It's definitely on the table. So second year Faku, hype for that as well. Um I'm
4: for him to go full dragon bar Dragon Ball Z on our asses. he's gotta know. go full dragon Ball Z, of course. And you know, and you know what I mean by that? I mean the Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> Anbar.
1: <laughs> you mean we're anyway? gonna go where where very few have gone before. And I'm going to take this hype train rolling right through Jeff green station. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever gotten hyped for Jeff green, but I'm doing it. I, oh, I yeah, think
3: man. Jeff green is there's people I love there's Jeff green, uh, hive. Jeff enthusiasm. Green hive.
1: Exists. Yeah. I think it's going to help. I think he, he might be the best looking player off the bench to get him at the price point. They did. I just think it's awesome. I, you, you know what,
3: you know, you know what killed my enthusiasm for Jeff green. Jeff Green's interview Jeff. Green,
2: yeah <laughs> Jeff.
3: Green, Jeff Green's energy in that interview was like, on a scale of one to ten, it was negative infinity. He was not excited. I think, excited I, I think Jeff media. Green.
2: He's been in the league like thirteen years. He just hit play on one of the uh, interviews he's done after he signed a previous contract. <laughs>
3: just hit
2: play and just he had the same answers.
3: I gotta say, yeah, when people were like, "What's it like to play?" or uh, "How excited are you to play with a player great like Jokic?" He's like, "Well, I played with Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie last year. I played with like." every great player to come through the nba in the last 10 years but yes i am also excited to play with yeah,
4: yeah.
2: no That's i'm not I'm not, ha- I'm not hating on jeff green kale's like kale's going crazy over here i'm not hating on <laughs> jeff green it's just he's done a lot of these post free agent signing press conferences. he's done a lot of them and <laughs> they he's are the, asked same the same questions in every single one you
1: also have to appreciate when things and or people are exactly the way you expected
3: them to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this counts.
2: is going to fit right into the Nuggets locker room, baby. I'll tell
3: you that. <laughs> All right. One last mini break here. And then on the other side, we are going to start power ranking some things quickly before inviting someone to attempt the steps. First Harrison, what are we getting into before the weekend?
2: Uh, We're getting into DraftKings, of course. The NFL is back. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They're giving all new players a can't miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Your team can win, your team can lose. You're going to get $200 in free bets. So, take advantage of this offer right now. It's only for a limited time. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. Promo code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, be sure to call 1-800-522-4700. Tons and tons of great deals on DraftKings. 24-7, 365. Um, at Hassle Cattle Company, you can always get 10% off when you use the code DNBR10. Also, any orders over $200, you will receive free shipping. Check them out, hasslecattlecompany.com. You can also still enter to win a $200 gift card and cooler to one. That's going out to one lucky winner. To enter, just head to the DNVR Sports Twitter page. Click on the link for our pin tweet. You'll be entered into a drawing to win a $200 gift card and cooler. One of those is going out to a very lucky winner. Of course, remember the code DNVR10 for 10% off your order at hasslecattlecompany.com. Uh, Also at StravaCraftCoffee.com, you guys can get 20% off with the code DNVR20. Get some CBD-infused coffee coffee that can help relieve back pain, neck pain, arthritis, IBS, just some long-term aches and pains that you might be having. Use the code DNVR20 to get 20% off. If you're a first-time customer, use the code DNVR25 for 25% off. Uh, Finally, got to throw in a DraftKings Pick of the Week here, guys, and This is going to put a bow on our Nuggets optimism because I like this bet for Michael Malone to win Coach of the Year. Mm. He's at plus 1,400, I believe. I'm pulling it up right now. Right. Why Uh, I like this bet – Plus 1,400.
3: Why I like this bet is because if the Nuggets are good, you have to think about who gets the credit for it. It's Michael Porter for taking a leap. Jokic already won MVP, so they have to be like a one seed for him to win the MVP again. So if they're like a two, three, or four seed and people are like, wow, I'm surprised who gets the credit. It's definitely Michael Malone. Definitely Michael Malone.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks for stealing my thunder. But uh, (laughs) yes, if the Nuggets get a top four seed, Nicole Jokic is going to be great. Look, we gave Jokic the credit last year. We don't need to give him the credit again. MPJ. Yeah. We'll give him most improved player, but yeah, Michael Malone's going to get a lion's share of the credit. If this team goes top four without Jamal Murray for a lot of the year.
3: All right. Um, well, so I didn't know if you were going to arrive at that brilliant point I had. Uh-
2: <laughs> I just wanted to make sure
3: that went exactly where I hoped it would
4: go. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Great job, Adam and Harrison. Yeah, I like I like asking a question and then answering yourself immediately while waiting for somebody else to answer. <laughs> uh, all right. So final segment here. We're going to play the steps here in just a
3: second. But first, we have to power rank some things. And the first thing we're going to power rank uh, Stephen A. Rachel Nichols out. She's out at ESPN. I know it always gets weird when we do the media talking about media thing. I, it, It's funny to me how many people really loved the jump and love this because so much of that show and that style of commentary was all the shit I absolutely hate about the NBA. I like, just can't stand about it. So for me, I, this is nothing personal about anybody involved. Um, but for me personally, I don't mind seeing a new look of NBA coverage at ESPN. I don't mind it. Like, I'm like, okay, and they're going to revamp their pregame show and halftime shows. Stephen A. taking the lead. And he says he's going to create a super team with Magic Johnson and Stephen A. Now, I know I'm not the target audience for this. But to me, number one, my first thought when I heard that was, they will literally never talk about the Nuggets. They, it could much. be a Nuggets versus Nuggets scrimmage that they are covering, <laughs> and they would not talk about the Nuggets not one time. They it would. They'd be yeah. like,
4: hey, you, you guys remember when they, when they had Mellow? Boy, those are great. (laughs) I
3: remember when they booed him last year. They they did Melo so dirty, man. He never wanted to leave, and now the fan base boos him, and they would just play all the hits. It would be like, oh, my God. Um, But also just like, okay, I'm not too interested in in that that studio group, but that's just me. Um, Vote. Give me, if you were to power rank your top three studio shows analysts that you would put on ESPN, who would they be?
1: Uh, Tim Legler would be on there.
3: Okay. Um, Zach Lowe, okay,
1: but I need someone fun.
3: There's such um, an obvious answer for me for this one.
1: Kendrick D-Line? Perkins, I know that's what D-Line? you're thinking. D-Line? No, it's definitely not Kendrick. Uh, I can't.
4: Maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, D line, what do you got? I, I would just make Jalen and Jacoby the. Just put the <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> it's just yeah. their show. Like, Jaylen. just make them Jaylen, the guys. Yeah. Like. That's it.
3: Jalen Rose is like my first pick, man. He and he did it before, by the way, too, but it was with, you know, he had Bill Simmons and he had, um, uh, Michelle Beadle, I think they, like it was, it was always a little bit, a little bit weird, but I'm with you. Jacoby is so fun. Jalen is, is a plus like to me, that's two of the three. We're already there. We're almost there. Harrison, what do you got?
2: I like Zach Lowe on there. I see a lot of people on Twitter who are just like, Oh, we need two just like X's and O's analysts on there. I'm like, no, That's not no. what you need on a pregame show, man. You need to keep it loose. Um, and honestly, man, I, I would have somebody on there who just says crazy shit because, like, <laughs> you just kind of need that. I know everybody hates Kendrick Perkins. Like, I hate him too. But um, you need not Kendrick Perkins, but somebody like Kendrick Perkins. We said <laughs> like that. Rasheed Wallace. I see Rasheed Wallace in the comments. He'd be good. Oh you hell need yeah. somebody well, to take on that role. Somebody needs to have that role. Uh well first of all
3: man the thing is is that Rasheed Wallace is with Penny Hardaway now in Memphis, and that's too perfect of a pairing. I can't take them when you've created one thing perfect, you can't break it up to create another perfect thing. So um I definitely I definitely have Jalen Rose. Zach Lowe would obviously be great, but I don't know I I don't know if he's a great studio analyst, you know. Like I probably not. Probably not. Probably not. So I don't know if I'd take him. I do like Jacoby. That last spot is really tough. I do feel like you could get another former player or, or, or you know, somebody in how that about, world. How
1: about this? I don't think anyone's done it before. Allen Iverson.
3: Let me no, put no, Allen Iverson. No. In there. <laughs> Allen Iverson. Do you remember when TNT had area? Was it area forty-one with KG? Yeah. I think we could just. I, I think we could just do that. Like where we just cut to Iverson every now and then for five <laughs> minutes. I don't know if I'd need like. 60 minutes of Al Iverson but if we had like 10 minute segments I would I'd be down. You,
1: you need an AI cam which is at the very least capturing him rolling into studio 5 minutes after the show started and just <laughs> yeah it just follows him all the way through the door.
3: Yeah totally. Yeah. Uh all right well um who I like Kenyon Martin in there too. I don't know if he'd be a great analyst but whatever. We can do him just Dr- Draymond's
2: fun. the Draymond's the, oh, white, whale. Draymond. He, oh, my the God. white whale. He's the white whale that dreamers? every he's going to be the Tony Romo of NBA broadcasting where when he he's retires, he's gonna be the Charles He's people Charles riding two. up. He
3: is new, but, but,
2: but no, 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 he's not because he's Charles Barkley, but he can also talk X's and O's, man. That's why he's <laughs> like Tony Romo.
1: He's great. He is great. I also see people saying Doris Burke. She's on the call. She can't be in the studio show because she's calling the game,
3: but I also don't know, know that she'd Doris. be great. Like, like in you know, people have different that's why I'm talking about Zach Lowe. I think he's the goat, but he's the goat at a different thing rather sure, than sure, right there, sure. so. So I don't know. All right, moving on, guys. Power ranking. I'm always curious. This is an off-season. This is more of an off-season. What are we talking ourselves into? Top five favorite nuggets heading into 2022. Eric, do you I'll let you go first here. This is a tough one. What's Top your order one. of let's see? Favorite nuggets. So my
4: favorite nugget. Um, let's see. Who would that be? Who would I I think I probably might go with my favorite human being. Uh, that would be <laughs> Nicole Jokic, number one. Uh, okay. <laughs> Number two, my second favorite nugget. Am I able to say Jamal if he's not playing right off the bat? Why not? Okay. Yeah, okay. Of course. You know what's still on it's the team, Jamal right? Murray. He is a still. Okay. Team. It goes Jokic, Jamal Murray, then it goes. I think then it goes. I
2: think
3: then it goes MPJ. Wow, controversial goes, top three here. This well, is. But pretty I'm. I'm, I'm a bandy
4: in, in my own mind. I'm trying to think how high I value. Mr. Nugget status when I'm ranking my favorite yeah, Nuggets versus high efficiency scoring. <laughs> We're gonna have the same list, all all five, all four of us. I don't and know I about go, that. Yeah, then I go big game tag. I love that son of a bitch. Mr. Nugget. Like Mr. Nugget, oh man, and this is where it gets a little bit difficult because I love all Nuggets equally, but I love this was a hard exercise. Form. I love Faku very much. I love, oh boy, man, my children. You're asking me to rank my children, which I had no problem (laughs) doing before. Uh, But the fifth one is is, is pretty difficult. I think I'm going to go, Will Barton. Let's go. All right. There you go. Thrill. Harrison, let me
2: get your list. My list Nicole Jokic, Jamal Murray, Will Barton, Monte Morris, Bones Highland. My five nuggets. Hold on
3: mpj the most fun nugget but also not a top five favorite nugget
2: oh, Harrison is such a said. mystery wrapped he in an enigma dude everybody has their own criteria on how they what goes into being their favorite nugget I'm just saying <laughs> he's not' Harrison, he's, I, he's,
3: I'm, I'm I'm honestly complimenting you think I'm criticizing you I'm complimenting you I don't understand it that's it's so it's so beautifully weird uh vote what do you have uh, Thomas
1: Welsh, Jameer Nelson, Emmanuel <laughs> Moutier. Ooh, Moutier, it's uh, not bad. I'm just kidding. Jokic, one. Jamal, two. Will Barton, three. Monte Morris, four. Facundo Campazzo five. <laughs> oh,
2: the, <laughs> the tiny, tiny king. king.
1: The tiny That's
3: what king it is. I like to
1: see myself.
3: I love. I love that we have the Your chat popping here too important. with these answers. I'm going to go with Jokic number one, Murray two, Michael Porter three. I'm a little basic over here, Mister Nugget four. And guys, this last one was controversial because I really, I like you. I like all of them. I like all of them, but <laughs> I think I think Bones has moved to the top five. I, I was sitting. And I, I honestly thought hard about this, but I was like, Bones brought me so much joy in the last month, like. More than most players have in any one-month period, especially given that there's only been, like, three games. But I just – every time I see him or watch him play, watch him talk, watch him tweet, anything, it's just I just smile. I'm like, oh, man. So, Bones, it's Dude, a shocker. So ready, but
4: I feel like you can't award him this status until he plays one minute of NBA basketball.
3: I – that's an app that's a very fair critique, but it's still overruled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I, don't, I, mean, I I can't tell you how to, how my heart feels. I can't change that. It just it tells me how it feels and I, I transfer
2: right there. It's, it's, Can you I imagine if they took well. Jaden Springer? <laughs> oh,
4: that <man>. very <laughs> same defense, by the way. That very same defense, by the way, has been used to uh, justify abhorrent, terrible acts by human beings. Just FYI. Jesus. Wow, heart, we really heart brought Lanchard that. Down. Wants.
3: <laughs> Dictatorship corner. <laughs> dictatorship corner um but seriously you brought up the jaden springer it is so funny man because like bones was just a 10 out of 10 on like pure joy and it is, like springer in addition to looking pretty bad he had a couple good games at the end there of summer league but early on he looked so bad but he's also just not fun you know that's, no, the, that's the thing we forgot about with jaden springer was he the practical choice maybe time will tell maybe not but there's no way we'd be all hyped about this or that with that's- him
4: that's the thing about us the way we were looking at the draft is like we didn't we weren't like oh let's get the most fun guy (laughs) we were like we were like the nuggets kind of need like a role player they need somebody like in the gary harris mold we weren't like man let's fucking kick this thing up to 11. But I guess we should have been thinking that way.
3: Right? <laughs> this is Eric's theory. It's like where if you're like, you know, what are we going to eat today? It's like we really should do the salmon salad with the light vinaigrette, or this or that. And your yeah. buddy walks up and's like, I got a pizza,
2: and you're like, yeah. All right, you eat the pizza, and you're like, you know what? Don't regret that one bit. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. like diet starts Monday. We'll get a defensive minded shooting guard sometime later down the road. There's always the trade deadline, you know.
4: <laughs> yeah, my my thing is always like. Um, life is such a uh, an unending horror and every day is worse than the last. And so if you find yourself in a situation that is pleasurable, you should multiply that. Like if you go to a Nuggets game and you're having a good time, you should buy some caramel corn and get drunk and make the whole thing amazing. <laughs> so... Like when so, when, so when you're drafting and you're like, oh man, we lost Jamal Murray. Everything's in the dumps. It's like, dude, let's get the most kick-ass dude possible. Let's just rock. That guy whips ass. Let's take yeah. him. You know it would be sick.
3: <laughs> that <Yeah>. is totally <laughs> Tim Conley. That's exactly. That would be so sick. Oh, high five. I, well, I'm like. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got to get to the steps. We have a new victim here, and I see him in the waiting room. Kill you. Go ahead and bring him on. It is Zach Gottlieb is in the house. Zach Gottlieb, let's get the crowd oh, here going. Do you guys hear that uh, clapping? I can't that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, it is time to attempt to step Zach, look at that. We don't. Oh. See- Speaking of the steps, he wore the. We don't. Is this the first time that we don't skip steps has appeared on the steps? Holy
4: smokes! This has Should to be we a good lot karma. Of- Should we ironically allow him to skip some steps for wearing the (laughs) the shirt?
3: Uh, Well, Zach, is your mic on? I don't think we can hear you. I think he might be muted. We're not hearing much yet. Oh, boy. He skipped the ultimate step. The ultimate step, setting up your microphone. (laughs) Are we working here? What do we got going on? Don't don't worry, Zach. D-line's
1: on fire today. And we'll do it live.
3: Any luck if you could click on the little gear and it tells you what your setting is. It could be a microphone. It yeah, could be you a can computer.
2: echo cancellation on or off. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, my. There you oh. are. Wait, I heard something. Oh. oh. Nope, still don't hear him. Oh, no, him? Zach. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Look, we're going to start it early. Here we have. Can he figure it out in time? Question number
2: number one. (laughs) He has five minutes exactly.
3: Wow. Look at this. This is tough, Zach. (laughs) This is a tough scene. Nobody's ever fallen down the steps on the first step. Check your audio settings. It might be your headphones
1: instead of your computer or or whatever the case is.
4: Computer settings. Oh, man. Here's what we're going to do. I mean, Let's it's make so it even tougher by board. making him
3: the full screen now. There oh, it is. Don't, I mean, don't, I mean, do, don't do this. <laughs> do. Don't do this to Zach. Put him
4: in the pressure cooker. As we I'm, to going to be, I'm going to be Zach's vocal proxy. And you'll ask me the questions, and then I'll – saying i'll say answers exactly either agree or disagree. <laughs> disagree
3: i love this chris morley i haven't seen him for a while he says we've never had this this is great the chat now trying to encourage him i'm going to give you you know what you will know be
2: sick guys bo. you know what be
3: sick, so so sick.
4: sick dude. Let's <laughs> him, dude
3: that name ripped yeah and i like josh not... also just being the, like hey josh can i get two hundred thousand dollars idea it's gonna, gonna be, be, sick. Sick. be so dope it's gonna be so it's just two hundred thousand dollars bro uh now what, Jack, doing what doing? do we got man look at that they're, they're chanting your name crowd what should we do should we kick him off is he out of here before we ever got started i, I don't like this we got to have zach Wait, again if he it t-
1: doesn't
4: work. No, here's what we're gonna do he's gonna type his answers into the private chat but then how and will eric will read and i will and i will be his vocal proxy He's gonna
3: try on his phone real quick. Or he's gonna try on his phone. Hey, we, we got four phone minutes phone left, up. so
1: you get you try it.
3: And, um, and there's Zach guys is rookie of the year. What NBA player? What Nuggets player is that? Zach is Zeke Naji at Summer League at the
1: moment. Oh come on, dude! Don't do that to either of those
4: guys.
3: <laughs>
4: Zach is Trey. Kyle. We did. I did have Zach on my power rankings of guys I was most excited to see on the steps, which is why <laughs> the Zeke Naji comparison is apt.
0: All right. Yeah!
4: yeah! I did it! I
2: did
0: it! I got the
3: phone. All right, out we get to start internet. Got All right, we gotta go time. quick then, Zach. Are you right. ready to attempt the steps? I'm a little
2: nervous, but let's do this. Harrison, you're in charge here. You got the questions. Let's start. All right, question number one, Zach. Question number one. Where is the Nuggets' new G League team located? Grand Rapids. Easy.
4: That's yes, correct.
2: Correct.
0: correct.
4: Yeah
2: starting off with some easy ones what number does michael porter jr. wear one. question
4: number two i got one man he is going That up is correct quick. i did a little zach- bit of study <laughs> zach zach was slow out of the gates but now he's kicking some fucking ass let's go
2: question oh, number three what college did bones highland go to vcu he did go to vcu yeah, this is crazy. Question number four. Vlaco Chanchar is from what country?
0: Slovenia. I was really pulling for them in the Olympics, too.
2: Oh, we all were. We all were. we're <laughs> His, it,
0: oh, this, is, the, this is for
2: the sticker. Sticker pack. This Holy is for smokes. the sticker pack. What DNVR sponsor can you get CBD-infused coffee <laughs> delivered to your door from? Brothercraft coffee, of
4: course. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. Nothing makes me happier than our deeply pandery uh, sponsor questions.
2: <laughs> you always got to throw one of them in. Yeah. All right, Zach. This is uh,
3: you know, you can take a sticker pack and bounce, man, if you want. Eric would be oh, very impressed. Yeah, dude, look at this confidence. Come I'm here
2: on. to climb the steps, man. right, let's do it.
0: Let's do it.
2: Question number six: What assistant coach did
0: the Nuggets hire this summer? Oh, I just I just looked this one up. Popeye Jones. Yep.
2: Nice. The the research pays off. Popeye <laughs> Jones.
0: <laughs> hole from Harry Potter. It's really funny. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. Question number seven: What player on last year's Nuggets roster won a gold medal?
0: Oh my gosh. Ah. Dude, somebody else roster? failed on this one, I think. This is the second time. We've I don't gotten... think there was anyone on the Nuggets on the Olympic roster this year. On the U.S. roster. There was. It was, it was there was, was. The Nuggets roster from last year. From yeah. last
4: year? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is confusing if you consider the oh, space continuum.
0: Oh, my
4: goodness. He, he almost died. He got it. He, got he, died. It. he, he almost, almost
3: died. died. This is like the crate challenge where it starts wobbling. And
4: know, everyone's I would have got that wrong. I thought the answer was Jeremy Grant. I thought you were talking about the previous season.
2: Mm. Mm. Last year, I mean, we're into yeah whatever. Really Last good. year, um, means
4: a lot of different things. Now that the space-time <laughs> continuum has been bent and broken, it was one year ago today that there was Game Six. Yes,
2: true. Oh, <laughs>
4: then we didn't talk about that. Damn it!
2: Uh, what team was Austin Rivers on right before he signed with the Nuggets? Well, he got bought This is by a the tricky one.
0: He Got bought out by the Thunder, but he was with the Knicks.
2: He got it right either way. I feel like.
3: Yeah, I feel like this is a technicality win.
2: Well, he was on the Thunder right before he was on. the <laughs> yeah. That was he got his it right. most he got it recent right. team. I don't remember he played there though. He got it right. He, yeah, that's. He, a he great... did not, but he was he was employed by the Thunder. Yeah. Okay. It's Question like, number nine. Ever again. Question number nine: What state is Monte Morris from?
0: Michigan. He's, from Flint, go. He's from, he he is from Flint, Michigan. Dude, we
3: got
2: a t-shirt coming up. T-shirt on the line. All right. Um, question number 10. Name the order that the five Northwest Division teams finished in last regular season. Holy so God. this season that wow. just finished, if there's any Great confusion question. there.
0: Okay, so the Jazz were one. And then I want to say it was Denver 2, Portland 3. And I'm just trying to remember who the rest of them in the division are. <laughs> <laughs> that is the t- a
2: tough part of this question. Yeah,
0: I got those three. Um, I want to say the Thunder were in it, but they were last. And then... Wow, so close. You know it, too. I know you know it. I do. Oh, I want him to get this so
3: bad. Give him what? 10 seconds.
0: Is it the Clippers? Mm. Oh! Oh, Minnesota,
4: it's the Minnesota Timberwolves,
0: oh, no. dude. That was so straight close. game
4: 82. That was he oh. lost to Minnesota in game 82. He Churn he's on the sick the his stomach oh he's about to go to the fucking playoffs god damn it i'm, I'm sick too
2: <laughs> oh zach i thought he was I, getting that man bro
3: <laughs> i feel so i feel so bad right now dude I just uh, he was great too this is like it really is the steps are the great challenge of trivia because you see the guys do that they're so confident they start showing off and then they take that top one and just like break their necks and that's unfortunately metaphorically what happened to Zach I choked he did choke look at him here I <laughs> choked. you know what? here's what I love about the steps it happens to every single person in their mind, it's like, dude, I always get these right when I'm watching. And then once you get on there, you're like, who's in the division again? But think about how tough a question he answered. Then he forgot that the Timberwolves were in the Northwest Division. It's oh, the worst. It's because divisions not, don't it. matter. Yeah, they, they don't. That's do. <laughs> so what I like. He does have a point here. Minnesota doesn't exist. This oh, is... that's a
4: great point. Bring him back on. He wins on a technicality. Let's go. <laughs>
3: Guys, this was a fun week. Uh, we always have fun hanging out with you guys, even in the deep post season. We we managed to do something silly or fun or interesting or hopefully a, a combination of all three. And I personally, having missed a week, of, you know, out of town, uh, I missed it, I missed this, guys. I missed it. Yeah, we didn't necessarily miss. All right. Well, everybody else out there, so <laughs> great. Uh, hit the like button on the way out. Check out the George Carl show, and uh, we'll see everybody on Monday. Be safe.
2: Right now at Green Mountain Dental Group, if you're a DNVR listener, you can schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, get a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group. A lot of us here at DNVR, we go to Green Mountain Dental Group to get our teeth cleaned. Every couple months, we get cavities filled, or wisdom teeth pulled. They do it all, and they're really good at what they do. Green Mountain Dental Group, located 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're a family business. They're Denver through and through, just like us. So check them out today. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush, top-of-the-line electric toothbrush that dentists recommend. Get one from Green Mountain Dental Group when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them today.